0: Happy Sunday, Lions of Liberty, and this is a very special surprise for you. A surprise for me, too. I decided to move this episode up. As you know, you normally get new episodes every single Monday. Well, I got so much content that's coming in uh, from New Orleans. I am here for the Libertarian National Convention as well as the Human Action Bash. I'll be releasing that audio as a special bonus episode tomorrow, but because of that, I decided I would move this episode up. This is a very special episode of the League of Liberty, a podcast normally resigned specifically for our Patreon supporters, but we decided to release this episode that we recorded live at Porkfest. You'll hear me talk about it more on the show, because I recorded that a couple days ago. I'm just slapping this on here, so you understand why you have an episode in your feed today on Sunday. So, folks, enjoy the show!
1: liberty podcast here's your host your guide your shining beacon of liberty mark claire
0: Hello, Liberty Kitty Cats, and welcome back to another edition of Lions of Liberty, your favorite and maybe the only Libertarian variety show out there. This is the 354th episode of this program. It's also the eighth episode of another program, and I'll explain that in just a second. But when you're listening to this right now, and you can probably tell my voice is still not fully recovered from pork fest because I'm recording this voiceover just a few days afterwards and a day or so before I leave for New Orleans for the Libertarian National Convention as well well. well as the human action bash being put on uh, by the Mises caucus. So I'll be uh, hanging out with Tom Woods, Michael Bolden, Eric July, Scott Horton, Dave Smith and uh, that whole crew. So it should be a very exciting time. I do plan to record a ton of content while I'm there and for our Patreon subscribers, they will get that content first. As soon as I record something, as soon as I can snip it off and upload it, they will be getting that content. So again, this is a great time to subscribe to our Patreon feed, patreon.com slash Lions of Liberty to get all this content as it comes out. And uh, of course, I'll be packaging a lot of that into uh, actual podcast episodes later on, perhaps even later on today. Now, what you're going to hear right now is an episode of the League of Liberty podcast that we recorded live at Porkfest. The League of Liberty is a group of podcasters, a group of libertarian podcasters that we have become associated with that uh, we all sort of share. While we have very uh, different approaches to communicating the ideas of liberty, we do share a similar vision and direction. So that is why I partner with my friends, Roger Paxson, of course, who threw the Porkfest event uh, recently and did an amazing job uh, of the Lava Flow podcast, Chris Spangle of We Are Libertarians, and Johnny Rocket Adams, formerly of the Johnny Rocket Launchpad and soon to be of Blast Off with Johnny Rocket. So looking forward to his new program. And uh, we finally all got to meet in person. Of course, Chris and Roger have known each other for years, but we all got to meet in person and record an awesome episode at Porkfest. And we had such a great time doing it, interacting with a live studio audience that we decided to share this episode with the public. Now, most of the League of Liberty episodes are actually for our Patreon subscribers only. It's a bonus show we do to thank all the people that send us those hard-earned Federal Reserve notes to help us keep doing what we're doing and keep expanding our operations, going to things like Porkfest, going to events like the Libertarian National Convention to cover them for you guys, get interviews on the ground, and get our perspective from these events on site. And that that is something we've incorporated this year that is really adding an entire new element to this podcast. So that is thanks to all of our amazing support Who once again, I I simply cannot thank enough because without you guys, we just wouldn't be able to do what we're doing with the show right now. So thank you so much to everyone who has tossed a few ducats our way on Patreon. But what you're going to hear now, of course, is the League of Liberty podcast and Tune in. I, I don't want to make any promises. I don't know exactly how things are going to go with the kind of content I end up getting and how I decide to package it. But you very well may get another podcast today on Monday. Um, usually we stick to our regular format, me every single Monday. Uh, Brian on Electric Liberty Land on Wednesdays and John Odie Odermatt diving into the broken criminal justice system on Felony Fridays. But uh, because there's such a special event going on, because there's just so much content I'm, I'm hopefully going to be getting for you guys, we might change things up a little bit. I mean, if I if I get some golden material for you, you're going to get it. I'm going to try to put it out there in some form and, and not hold on to it for too long. So keep an eye on the old Lions of Liberty feed. And uh, if you're a Patreon subscriber again, you'll be getting all of this content before anybody else. So i now. I now present to you without further ado the League of Liberty podcast. Welcome to the League of Liberty.
2: My name is Chris Spangle, and we are live at Porkfest. We are Performing in front of a crowd of thousands. My name is Chris Spangle from the We Are Libertarians podcast. Right next to me is the lovely, uh, uh, effervescent Roger Paxton. It's great to be here from the Lava Flow. Uh, right down the line is uh, the beautiful, uh, long-haired Mark Claire from. Oh, thank you guys. The Lions of Liberty with the perfect mane. Thank you. And now that I'm seeing it in person, I it's everything you wanted it to be. It's glorious. What? Thank you, uh, Johnny Adams
3: from. It's the more ha- version of Roger's beard. Oh yeah. Roger's can beard. Imagine
0: this on that,
3: <laughs> that uh, or vice versa. <laughs> that would be incredible. Yeah, y- fucked up looking beard.
2: That voice is Johnny Adams from the f- previously known as the Johnny Rocket Launchpad, and now blast off with Johnny Rocket. That is a firm titty. Yep. All right. Affirmative. <laughs> i meant <laughs> affirmative. Uh, that is uh, Johnny. It's. Johnny is uh, the sweetest human being I've ever met in my life. Like he grabbed
4: my ass. I still can't get over that. He full on grabbed my ass last would night. Would you like? And to he do doesn't that. even Can remember
3: I that. I don't remember. Would you like it to file? It must fi- have been some really good drinking last night. It was w- a really good ass grab. I'm gonna be honest. Just, no. I got manhandled. Would you I- uh,
2: Would you like to file a Me Too complaint? No, I enjoyed it. Okay, <laughs> all right. <laughs> uh, now- Hashtag
3: Me Too, Roger Paxton. Right.
2: <laughs> The last person I would think would follow me to complaint, but uh, that Roger- Please is that? molest me. Please. <laughs> All right.
4: Uh,
0: ladies- Johnny spit out his gin and tonic <laughs> at 11.30 a.m. Uh, now,
2: we are uh, looking over, overlooking, what mountains are these, Roger? These are the White Mountains. The White Mountains. The that White Mountains? I am so triggered <laughs> right now. How dare you assume the race of these mountains? I, I assume nothing. Okay. Uh, and- <laughs> This is a beautiful, beautiful location. Uh, we are in the north part of New Hampshire in Lancaster, New Hampshire, and uh, the Rogers Campground, not yours, but...
4: No, but the first time we came, my kids thought it was mine. They right. were so excited. <laughs>
2: <laughs> well, so I checked in at the hotel, the Lancaster Motor Inn, uh, and it's... That's a classy joint. It <laughs> is.
3: <laughs> Uh, so they I got had, cocktails, beverages, so let got me, servers, waitresses. Let me tell servers. you about
2: my, my check-in experience because it was kind of funny. So I had looked online, uh, just scoping it out to see what I would get. The hotel, someone asked if it's nice and it's nice, but in like a 50s drive-in motel way, it's, right. it's not like a, you know, a Hyatt. It's, it's cute. And, uh, so I had looked online at the, at the place and you see the lobby. And then when I walked in last night, I had the worst deja vu. Because I had had a dream that I was rescuing my grandmother from her nursing home uh, from zombies. And the nursing home looked like the lobby of the Lancaster Motor Inn. I told the check-in Jeez. person at the hotel that. And uh, she didn't <laughs> like that I called it a nursing home. But she goes, I understand. I, I go, I'm sorry. We get this all the time. Yeah. And, and, and so she goes, uh, so what are you here for? I said, uh, I'm going to Porkfest. And she goes, okay. I've lived here my entire life. I've heard of this, but I don't know what it is. What is it? And I said, It's a gathering of libertarians and anarchists. It's a political thing. Everybody gets together and has a good time. She goes, Oh, I thought that was a pot thing. <laughs> and I go, That too. Yes, pretty much, right. <laughs> among other things. But uh, it, 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 I have, I don't know about, uh, Roger's been here a bunch, but Mark, Johnny, I've been having a great time since I've been here. Well, I'm so glad.
3: And uh, uh, Chris, you
2: don't do anything. I, I'm 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 not boring, like, but I am boring. Yeah. Like no alcohol, no weed, Johnny, no LSD. This is driving Johnny nuts. Johnny, like get, I am, like
4: seriously, dude. We, we got to get you to drink. We have been trying all night last <laughs> night. We
0: talk about this in further depth now. It was floated last night that Chris is considering. Yeah. How are how, how are we feeling about that? No, no, that's no. not so. G- no. So I you can have do the one-person marijuana
4: challenge. You I, don't want to see Chris Bego drunk. <laughs> no, I
2: would be uh, crying and angry and laughing all at once. It would be the most. It In would be fact. Insane. You could do it
0: now. No, you know. no.
2: So here's the thing: I have a personal prohibition against alcohol. I don't care if you guys drink. Obviously, we're friends. Yeah. Uh, you can do what you want. Uh, but I just don't. For lineage of al- long line of alcoholics in my family, I have an addictive personality. I bought some uh, a family sized peanut M M&M, and M, uh, thing at the gas station last night. I decided I had one. It tasted good, and then I put all of them in my mouth at once. And that's uh, that's how I approach life. <laughs> and I know that if I drank, I would have a problem. Now, when it comes to pot, I don't have that same aversion because uh, I think you can control it a little bit. Yeah, it's, um, it's pretty
4: much non-addictive. Yeah, some people can
2: control as it. As <laughs> an some audience audience literally chokes on <laughs> marijuana. One of the lions of liberty cast members will, literally just as we said that started. We will going, leave his name <laughs> unsaid. <laughs>
0: uh.
2: But uh, I floated the, the idea most Howie thing ever. of doing uh, doing oh, marijuana.
4: <laughs> You've got to do the marijuana this at Pork weekend. At Porkfest. You be- have to.
2: Because I think that'd be a funny story.
4: It would be an incredible story. And yeah. if you do that, I don't care where I am, make sure that I'm notified. It could kind of be not a funny story, this. Chris. It could be on it live be on the air. Story. Now, Here's what I have decided. Atlas to the front office. Atlas <laughs> to the front office. Atlas is my radio handle while I'm here this week. You cannot so, track this Atlas. I have so many people who
2: want to see me get drunk or high that I think that if I held a charity event and did a live show and got high during the live show, I could raise a lot of money for charity. You could, that is
3: the best thing to do. And, and actually, yeah. I'm going to have a charity in the opposite direction. <laughs> <laughs> like, can Johnny not drink or smoke for a month <laughs> during a show? And then the same day, so he's getting fucked up and, and drunk. And I'm going to be sober and watch how this is going right, to be you a could, shit show.
2: Just read me devotionals. Oh
0: Human action in the corner for 12
2: hours. So I'm not going to smoke weed this weekend, but because I want to, Ooh. when I do it, do it. I'm sorry. I know. I'm a downer. <laughs> but, uh, but. Speak. <laughs> spe- Listen. One of us had to be sober to host this. You, you three. That's true. You three are a mess. No, so I'm
0: on, no, I'm on, I'm yeah, on duty. I, can't I might need duty. you to host my show later. To yeah. be honest.
4: Uh, <laughs> yeah, we have a rule. When you're on duty, you have to be sober. Johnny so, walked oh, in oh.
2: like he was literally dead, and then he came in like a walker, going, Ugh. and he's been that way
4: ever since. Right. <laughs> uh,
2: now, Johnny, I saved Johnny's life yesterday. I don't. I know. Okay, you did. I'm a hero,
3: okay? You are a hero. I need you. And actually, you are are actually a big hero, because I was sitting around trying to find cigarettes somewhere, and I... I tapped out of resources. I, you know, I st- you just get to that point where they're like, "Fuck you, dude, get away." <laughs> you know, the average person in the uh, up here at Pork there's Fest. There's so many hand jobs you can give out. No, there's, <laughs> there's only so many. I'm like, my hand was starting to hurt. I'm like, Mark, take over. He's like, Sure. Every man in the Fest was spent. I mean, you know.
2: <laughs> yeah, and so they they uh, Mark actually posted on my wall, which is a I heard weird. That was
0: the best way to get a hold of you. Yeah,
2: and uh, a public a public <laughs> Facebook post. <laughs> And so I was like – I didn't know if it was a joke or not. And then before I got here, it was literally Mark posted, no, really, you need to help Johnny. He's, in a, he's a mess. And when I, br- I brought a drunk Johnny Adams some cigarettes for the first time in a half a day, I've never been I – was, I was molested. I mean, he went full Cosby on me. I did. Yeah,
4: he was – Put some dope in your drink, and the next thing you know, you're passed out. And <laughs> right. Took well, advantage of you. Man. But to be clear, he has been molesting multiple men this week. Oh, so
2: wh- multiple. He's just Johnny is very touchy feely, and uh, and not in a bad way. Not in a bad way. And we love it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. he loves to give hugs.
0: We all consent. I consent for the next three days. So.
3: Hugs, not <laughs> drugs. Hugs, not drugs,
4: guys. Oh no, this is pork fest. You can do both. Hugs and drugs. As hugs and drugs,
0: as long as
2: you get consent. Yeah. Uh, We're the, in the free state. Mark how, what what's your impression of Roger in person because we know Johnny's touchy but Roger is Roger cracks me up because like we're we're talking last night about sports and Roger goes I don't like any sports well I like boxing because it's violence with consent and I I was like is there ever a moment where you don't talk about the non aggression principle
4: not very often, actually. I mean, I'm raising kids, so that's right. something I have to talk about it a lot. That, you, know you know why I love
0: boxing? Because they consented to it. I'm like, all right. Yeah.
4: <laughs> I mean, you know, if but you want to beat the it. shit out of each other. He's so sure. fired up. And <laughs> He's so fired up. <laughs> I mean, if two people want to beat the shit out of each other, that's great as long as they're okay with it. I don't have a problem with it. You know, there's blood on the floor. Everything's great.
0: Uh, I think that, to your question, the interesting thing about meeting everybody in person is everyone actually is exactly how they are on the internet. All right? Literally. Yeah. We could have stayed home, guys. So I'm an asshole. <laughs> gotcha. Gotcha. We're, we're all
3: <laughs> fucking flamingos out, and I have, like, a picture. There's a flamingo. If you walk from the Cabot Inn, and you walk up to here, there's that flamingo on the side of the road. I actually took a picture of me fucking it. <laughs>
0: <laughs> of all course right. you did. We should right. clarify Mock fucking it. <laughs> yes.
2: well, hey, no, I bet his no, dick
3: was out. My girlfriend actually said, put your dick away. I'm taking a picture <laughs> now.
2: Let's let's give a round of applause for Johnny's girlfriend. Yes. Yes. This she is definitely this is the why better, this better half. <laughs> <on> the <show. laughs> so she's
4: she uh she's a saint. She's quite the saint.
2: Uh yeah, this I is I mean somebody
4: everybody has to be to put up with Johnny, right? So those,
3: <laughs> you know what she said to me?
4: Okay, oh, this is she, hilarious. She said a lot of things do this weekend.
3: Oh yeah, she did. She goes, "Take your fucking boots out of the house, right? Because <laughs> my my feet stink so bad. <laughs> my boots are like literally outside. I have to go outside like an nice. outhouse to put my boots on. She's like, no, they're not gonna be in this room. <laughs> yeah.
2: So thank <laughs> Pork Fest for that. Thank you. That's a condition or something, isn't it? Yeah. You need to see a doctor,
3: maybe. Uh it's, it's, it's trench foot you wouldn't
2: know about. That. <laughs> no, I, I you have You can kill that
4: with alcohol, but
3: Chris wouldn't know about that either.
2: No, I Listen, I'm very fastidious. I I got a hotel. I was like, "Uh, oh, you can camp. Okay, but I don't want to pretend to be poor for a few days. I need to I need to I need a shower every day. I need to, you know, I So, it's just it's yeah.
4: It takes a lot of work to look like this. <laughs> <It does. laughs>
2: You know how handsome I am uh, in real life? J- tell him, Johnny. Uh,
4: yeah, you're really handsome. He's a, he's a beautiful human being. <laughs> Thank you. Inside, he's a beautiful human being.
0: So what? What have been- if you guys expected? Liberty talk. We don't do that on this show. No, because no. when we do, Roger and Chris fight. So we just we just bullshit for about an hour every, <laughs> no, every month. Chris- or
4: Chris and I are on an embargo. We are not fighting during Pork Porkfest. Yes. That's, uh, it's just not happening. No, no. A
2: uh, temporary
0: it, ceasefire.
4: Yes. You will. Yeah, yeah.
2: One thing that I do want to do, so p- please feel free to come up and and ask a question. I want to do an ask me anything. I heard uh, Sovereign Tech do this last night and I thought it was kind of fun. So if there is anything like, a- and ask me anything, it doesn't have to be political. It can be. You know, like last night on Sovereign Tech, they asked, if you could time travel, where would you time travel to? Just funny questions that uh, Guam. The, the four of us could answer. That'd be time. great.
3: Um, and and don't- Guam has been in a permanent time, you know, fix forever. <laughs> and don't be afraid to get personal.
2: Yes. Uh, th- so what have been your impressions? What have been your impressions of Porkfest, Mark and Johnny?
0: Oh... <laughs> I spent all of yesterday just walking around and drinking with Johnny. And that's how you meet people at Porkfest. You rock around with Johnny, and they all know him from the day before when he high-fived them all drunk. So everyone knows Johnny at Porkfest. So Johnny is this, a fucking rock star. That's really all I've done so far. And then Chris got here, and we hung out. I had a good time. We hung out at the fire, yeah. the, the volcanic fire. Yep. Flirted with, and, uh, flirted with the girl. I got four hours of sleep. Flirt. <laughs> we traded flirting with the girl. <laughs> right. We're not
2: going to tell stories about people that aren't here. That's not fair. Yeah. Roger. Do that on your own show. Roger, has Porkfest this year been everything you thought it would be?
4: Everything and more. This right. has been, um, you know, we worked on, my wife and I worked on the team last year, but, uh, you know, really being involved in all the nuts and bolts this year has been an amazing process. And, you know, we love this shit. Yeah. We love this shit. I mean, the first one we came to, we just enjoyed so much. And we're like, okay, let's help make this happen. And uh, this is, this is our, so the first time we came to Porkfest when it was over, we get back home and uh, my kids look at me, my oldest says. That was better than Disney World. <laughs> and God damn it, I spent seven fucking thousand dollars on Disney World. <laughs> I could have been bringing it to Fest all this time. Are you serious right now? Yeah. Yeah. Because that ain't
3: right, man. That ain't right. Tell me about it. No. A yeah. grateful
4: little... <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
3: Yeah. It's the happiest place on earth, and yet this is actually the happiest place on earth. You
4: know, my kids get so much freedom at Pork Fest because we're around people that we trust. We know that they aren't going to go off grounds, so they have freedom. I mean, real freedom here. I
0: split a Rice Krispie Treat with one of your kids last night. He
4: seemed fine. (laughs) Now, that reminds me of a great story. So, our first Pork Fest, we were... I'm just kidding. I ate it all myself.
2: (laughs) (laughs) He Literally, he was like... Uh, three quarters through the way and i'm like are you gonna finish that and he's like oh yeah bro
4: so so two pork fest ago my kids were all around the fire i mean there's you know a thousand people down there and at the, on the last night of the fire it's, you know everybody's having a great time people are selling pot cookies and shit my kid comes up to me with a baggie of cookies daddy i bought some cookies and i knew that there had been folks selling pot cookies i'm like uh how much did you pay for those cookies a dollar okay
2: we're good we're good <laughs> but just what just is to, that what is that the discounted rate for
0: kids <laughs> well so anyway so, it's five dollars it's got pot if it's a dollar it doesn't
2: right okay, so just to be now. safe
4: we walked over to where they were selling the pot cookies and there's the dude selling pot cookies with his little daughter sitting beside him selling regular cookies uh, nice. right, now that's entrepreneurship for you right let's meet all the demands that, i
2: love it that that's that's the perfect like description because like at Porkfest it's if you're a kid if you're running around here I've seen kids in like superman costumes and like they're just having fun it's the bounds of their imagination they can concoct fun in whatever way they see fit versus Disneyland Don't say cock. which <laughs> Disneyland which is enforced fun you know yeah. it's all centrally planned it's yeah. fun but it's not as fun right. that's
0: that's well and this, this is, is a safe about.
4: environment for right. them to do those kind of things, right. and they know that they right. and they get that that sense immediately because this is so different for kids than anything they've really ever experienced yeah. before that freedom that liberty and um and if they have cool parents and they've got real freedom so uh, th- this is great for kids and that's the thing is we try to put this on for everybody from you know six to you know drunk and passing out <laughs> so
2: drunk and
3: feeling 75 yeah. so, we, so we, you guys <laughs> look at me why is that <laughs> right.
4: but i mean we've got something for everybody here and that's what right. it's all about
3: uh now well, chris you, i i didn't tell you what i thought about it i'll tell you yeah 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 i yeah, think, it. I think yeah. it's fucking cool you know why because i needed a vacation yeah and this is the best vacation spot ever it beats disneyland too it's amazing it's so beautiful it's nice but here's the thing i think it's also the great people that are here you know like you got you get to meet some people that you would never the bartender's fucking cool he gives me free shots and they're all free (laughs) (laughs) but now that's vip access only
4: just to be clear yeah
3: Thank you. J- do that next time if you did not. It, I recommend it, it is worth every it penny. is worth every <laughs> flipping penny. I, I I almost didn't swear there. All right, fucking penny. But I want to say um, that this place is really great, and I really enjoy like just meeting other libertarians. Some of them smell bad, but that's cool. Right?
2: Yeah. The the no. some of them
3: do. Come on now. Well, we all know that guy. We're not going to say who it this is. is a, this is
2: a natural environment. It's I mean, a well, natural environment. And that's that's there, the thing about being a New Hampshire. There's st- more. There's more bush here than Kennebunkport.
3: <laughs> <laughs> it's like if you come here, it's like watching a seventies porn. <laughs> Well, the great thing
4: about being in New Hampshire is when I was in Arkansas, you know, there's only so many libertarians in these states. So if you're going to hang out with libertarians, you don't have like much that. to choose from. So sometimes you have to hang out with people that you normally wouldn't hang out with if you right. want to talk libertarianism. Yeah. But here in New Hampshire, there's 5,000 of us. And we can pick and choose, and I can pick and choose who I want to hang out with and who I want to spend time with and who I want to call family.
5: Yeah,
0: you don't have and, to talk to every libertarian you see here. It's great. Right, right. So
2: <laughs> no, I, uh, and find I,
4: me I, another state that has
2: that. And I will be candid. I mean, uh, I having worked at the libertarian, Party, I, I didn't have a very good uh, run with anarcho-capitalists over the last 10 years that I've been a libertarian online, and so I've never wanted to come to Porkfest, because I'm just like, I don't think I'd get along with anybody there, because it the way that people work, interact with each other online, I think, is not how people are in real life. And Except one, for us. yeah, and I think it's it's one thing you that's exactly one thing you got to realize is that regardless of your ideology, I'm not picking on anarchists or libertarians. It's conservatives. It's democr- like Lord knows the conservatives right now are being heartless dicks on Facebook.
4: Watch where you're going with this, Chris.
2: But I'm saying, like, you have to, you you have to act online the same way that you act in real life and that usually is with empathy and friendliness and coming to a place like this it doesn't matter what your ideology is you just see a person and you interact with that person and like that is a great part of this is that you're interacting with people that you might not like you might not choose to interact with online and so i think that's a a great feature
0: of this one funny thing that happened last night which happens a lot in real life is when you're just like out talking to people and you hear someone say something like, and the Fed. In the real <laughs> world, you hear someone, you perk up like a puppy. Right. I did that here, and I was like, oh, wait, I don't need to do that. Everyone <laughs> around me is going to be saying stuff like right.
4: that. Uh, the, like, things like taxation is theft. Like, said that. Yeah. Oh, everyone said that. <laughs> Fuck you, Roger.
2: <laughs> the other thing uh, is, this place is it has a magical quality. Mark and I saw Gravity Defied yesterday. What'd you guys do? So... There was this guy on a skateboard that didn't look like uh, yeah. it had an electric motor. Was. It must have been 200 pounds in the skateboard. He was going uphill
0: with a kid on his back. And, and,
2: and gravity was defied. I don't know what drugs he mixed to make that happen. But,
5: <laughs> what uh, drugs did he give me right. I saw that?
2: But I saw gravity defied at Porkfest. And I, went, I looked at Mark and I go, Porkfest is even better than Roger said it was. We're defying the laws of physics. You just
4: can't put it into words. You really no, can't put no. Porkfest into words.
2: No, it's, a lot of, it's been a lot of fun. Uh, go go
3: ahead. You guys talk now. Johnny fucking Adams. Hey, how you doing? Okay, so <laughs> I just want to say I'd rather have a bottle in front of me than a frontal lobotomy. And that was from Tom Waits. <laughs> <laughs> what? Tell us the change in your show. What's going on? With Nothing. That? There's no damn change except for the No, name. no, no.
2: It seems totally different. What? What it, happened? It does?
5: No, I'm just kidding
2: you. No, he's I'm like I never.
3: It. We haven't even released the fucking show. There's odor mat. Oh shit. Oh, Rolling shit. in. Uh, That's JB. Nice. Rock and roll, guys. Don't leave without saying hello. (laughs) (laughs) Front row seats right next to Howie. Howie's up here in front. Rock and roll.
2: John Odermatt is tall. Have you not ever seen pictures of this tall dude? No, I never. Do you play
4: basketball, John? I do. John does play basketball. He's the center. (laughs) (laughs) So wasn't there supposed to be a game with Eric July until somebody... You know, pussied
6: out. <laughs> he's wearing his. Wow. He's wearing his kicks. He's yeah. ready. Tyler no, he's, over he's, here. He's, he's, he's one of our uh,
0: twenty-five dollars supporters on Patreon. Has offered to be the third man on the team. So this could still happen.
4: Nice. We're willing
0: to accept a replacement.
4: All right. I would love to see that. So, so we also. I will not play
0: basketball ever. There's also going to be, gonna
4: be a hill run with Eric July. I think tomorrow at
2: three. I just did
0: one hill walk. What and is? I'm it? still breathing heavy. so I don't think I'm going to burn his. Is Eric July athletic or? He is very
2: athletic. He yeah, was he a like track star track, at my drink, wife's he's gonna um, be call college. Time it a time. Yes. say that. He was, he was
4: a track star at my wife's college, University of Memphis. Um, but the hill run, run, you got this huge hill yeah. in front of the pavilion, and they've got a. They're going to be a hill run tomorrow. I think three o'clock. So don't don't miss that. I'll go up the first time. <laughs> You'll die <laughs> the first time.
2: I you walk up. You, uh, sh- shut up, Mark! You've walked up. <laughs> The gentle hills, and you're breathing harder than me
3: and Johnny. That's, I'm, that's why
2: I'm
0: not doing the 10-hill run. You're
2: tomorrow. supposed to be the fit one. And like yeah,
3: he, he looks fit, but actually I ran two miles about two months ago. <laughs> no, no, I did. Yeah. 17 minutes, two miles. Look not at you. bad for a white guy. Yeah. <laughs> I feel pretty well, good. Well, that's
2: kind of why I thought you guys were singling Eric July out. I was like, what is... My question this? is, what
4: were you running from?
5: All
0: right. <laughs> the cops. The cops. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Now uh, I just got to pause and say there's literature up here promoting actual piracy. And this, this is why <laughs> Fest is awesome. A coloring <laughs> book. There's a mark. There's a comic book. And I think it's a real thing. So It is a
4: real thing. Yeah. yeah or it's Ernie I, Hancock's. They're show. actual
0: pirates. And I, I love it. Ernie yeah, Hancock does that stuff. Arr.
2: Let's get some audience participation. Let's,
4: let's, let's do that.
2: Uh, everybody, I know you're all shy because you're all introverted libertarians. You guys uh, all leaving? Uh, uh, Joe, we're going to All, gonna all pick the up. Lions
0: of Liberty are leaving the room, by the way. Except for Mark. I got a lot of support here. This is great.
2: Come on on up. Oh, Nick. Set set the template. Ask a question. Tell us what
4: you want to say. Feel free to get real and personal. My name's Nick. Roger, would you shake Bill Weld's hand? Oh, so <clears throat> Nick and I are great friends. Nick was uh, one of the first friends we met. Uh, we Nick made was the first person to
0: recognize me at Pork Fest yesterday. Ah, I nice. heard someone yelling my name. I'm like, <laughs> nice. someone just recognizes so, uh, me? So
4: because Nick knows me so well, he knows that I would probably turn my back on Bill Weld, <laughs> unless Bill Weld offered me his hand first, and then out of courtesy, I would shake his hand and then tell him what a douchebag he is now roger
2: <laughs> remember when we were just saying that i came to pork fest to meet people that i don't necessarily always agree with yes and now that's a good thing is Bill weld here? why are you not giving the same
0: respect to bill weld no i look i Mr. Weld, if you wouldn't mind coming up from the back.
4: You guys can't see it He's actually here. Where's the booze? Where's the booze? Look, I respect people. I don't respect people just based on being people. I respect people who deserve respect. And I think that anybody who's going to to come into a party and try to – you know, be the standard bearer for the party when he had barely read the—I mean, he just read the platform two weeks before. He had no clue what he was doing. He's clearly not a libertarian. That well, he was me, the
0: original though. Oh, so. kiss I don't know what you're talking about. I mean,
4: that to me, that doesn't—that's not somebody that I want to respect. I'm sorry because I think that that is a a terrible thing to do. Oh, and there's my lovely wife Yay. bringing us all water. So, so let me just tell you. Oh, thank you so much. Let me just tell you all. Pork Fest would not have alive, happened this year literally. without this lovely woman. So, much, so, this woman did ninety percent of all the organization for this. So, thank you, baby. I love you. <laughs> she rocked it this year, guys. She rocked it. You know what, Roger, all you're right, the boss. Beat most, it. She
3: is a you have Get the, out of here. a very beautiful wife. By <laughs> thank the way. you, thank yes. you, Dude, I She that. is just a doll. J- do you want right. to
2: say, Jessica? Do you want to say something on the air? I mean, yeah, Jessica, them, come, come ask, them, ask come us a question. Come sit in the chair of doom. Oh, come on,
4: the chair Can of doom. The chair of doom because we are the League of Liberty. Come <laughs> sit in the chair of doom
2: right next to me. Uh, oh shit, yeah. where is everybody? That's okay. That's all right. Well, just never a couple minutes now, Jessica. do... Do you have a therapist? No. All
0: right. Do I'm, you have to say taxation is I'm theft
2: starting, before you guys go to bed every night? I'm starting. Oh, do do you guys actually? She
3: could get me hot. No kidding. <laughs> do you guys in New Hampshire actually have a therapist? Is pra- <laughs> like, is that an available <laughs> skill, or is there like-
2: <laughs> is praxiology your safe word?
7: Taxation is theft.
2: <laughs> now, what's it like living with Roger Paxton?
7: Um. Wait, remember day, you have to go to bed with me. What day of the beta week beta? are we talking about? Like, what time? <laughs> Wednesday I mean, Like, What is it like living with Roger Paxton Like on you know June 3rd at 2.42 p.m.? Because that may be different than it. No, it's awesome.
4: <laughs> of course it is.
7: He's amazing.
4: She's got to go to bed with me tonight, so she knows
7: how to answer these <laughs> questions. Yeah, <laughs> he, uh, he pays me. the bills, right?
4: <laughs> I
2: used to pay the bills anyway. He did. How, how many times a day does Roger say voluntary?
7: It depends on the day, Chris. Uh, if it's a day he's recording, probably four hundred and seventy three. <laughs> if it's if a day not, day. it's about four hundred and thirty two.
4: Right, right. So depends on the day. If I have to, if I have to teach my kids something, then I use it quite a bit. Yeah.
0: When you got married, did you make the preacher say "Do you consent"?
7: <laughs> when we got married, yes, this is interesting. Um, I still considered myself a Democrat, and yep. he still considered himself a Republican. Yeah. Oh, wow. wow.
4: Yeah, I was I At was the on the verge. Did. <clears throat> I was also a uh, you know just not far off of being a Pentecostal preacher, and so a lot changed in those few years that we. We were. have,
7: uh, yeah, it's it's kind of been good that we've gone on this journey together. Otherwise, we it's could have gone um, sideways real quick. Yeah, uh, <laughs> our kids are probably happy about that. So. Well,
4: you know, we had to meet somewhere, so we kind of try to meet the middle. But, well, we know. did.
7: We sort of pointed out the inconsistencies yeah. in each other's um, arguments, and then one day we were like. Both we're both yeah exactly <laughs> we're both idiots we pretty were much both idiots yeah. um so it just sort of happened that we hopped on the train together and yeah. and sort of figured it out and it's been
4: um, an amazing journey
7: yeah really
4: and now we have pork fest
7: i know <laughs> it's so much fun and you guys
3: are like the president and and the in the first lady of pork fest honestly Give it up for Roger Paxton.
2: Uh, uh, Well, Jess, thank you for joining us. To the Michelle Obama of Porkfest. Everyone give a (laughs) round of applause.
7: Thank
4: you, thank you, thank you. Her cookbook
0: will
2: be available. Do your
4: wave, do your wave. It's more
7: effective when I'm on the golf cart and I drive by and do the wave.
3: (laughs) And you're surrounded by s- secret service.
2: Who do right. I got to get a hand job to to get a golf cart for about an hour?
3: You aren't getting a golf
7: cart. You have this to week. be a coordinator who puts in about 500 hours of volunteer work right. to. Uh,
2: Chris, are you uh, just good a exercise man? I, I self-identify as someone who organized Porkfest. Fest. Give me a cart, or you're a hate. You're literally Hitler. <laughs> no. <laughs> oh, damn it. See, I'll listen to her. She's, she loves All you right, so everybody.
4: Jess. You. Jess Paxton.
5: Woo.
2: All right. Somebody else. You. Somebody else from the crowd come sit in the chair of doom. All What's right, uh, not with one of us now. Another good
4: friend of mine from the Free Coast part of New Hampshire, Brent Tweed.
1: Yep, all right. Other than uh, Roger, are any of you considering moving to New Hampshire? Nice. I'll be the first to answer.
0: A definitive no. <laughs> I'll be honest, I love it here for 3 days or 4 days. I went fly fishing for a few days before I came here. That was boring as fuck, but I love my dad so I did it for him. Um honestly, I love where I live and I and I I really feel that being happy should be the priority in life, and if you're if you're forcing yourself to live somewhere you really don't want to for political reasons, then you're actually maybe fighting your own freedom in a bit by trying to put yourself into a box that you don't really feel comfortable in. I love being here. I love hanging out with you guys. I know that in the winter months, I would be miserable as all hell. Yeah. Something I've learned about it myself is um, 70 and sunny is what makes me happy, so that's where I live where it's 70 and sunny. I literally get miserable during
4: dark, cold, dreary months. I don't want to feel miserable. Yeah. So, and absolutely. I mean, New Hampshire is not for everybody. Then that's there that's absolutely the There's case.
2: a snowmobile museum half a mile from here. And I'm like, Yeah. I'm not living where there's a snowmobile museum. <laughs> it's
4: really not that bad. I mean, yeah. look, I moved here from Arkansas, I never saw I mean, you know, barely any snow in my entire life. Right. The first one was or pretty education. rough. Yeah. <laughs> pretty much. The first year was pretty rough because it was brand new. I didn't know how to deal with it and everything. But by the second year, I mean, you know, I'm an old hat and really in the summer we hibernated I mean in the in the south we hibernated in the summer. Uh, here we hibernate in the winter. It's no different.
3: Yeah, I uh go ahead Johnny, you go next. Well, I was just saying that like it's kind of like Vegas. You don't want to live here. You just want to visit. And I and I I respect Vegas, trust me, cuz that is my fucking town. Right. Just for like 3 or 4 days. I was so bored. Right? and that's about it, right? Can you guys agree with me? 3
5: days in Vegas with
3: Johnny sounds like the weekend it's going to be like the fucking movie, The Hangover. And that is with me. If you guys want to go to Vegas with me, I will start a fucking campaign to do it. Uh, but what I'm saying is I, I love it, but I also think that there's a lot of other people in uh, in other states that need to hear the message of liberty. And I, I think that if I leave that state, then I'll be doing an injustice because there's a lot of good people over in my state, which I think I can make a difference and we could change the culture. And so, yeah, I think New Hampshire is a great. And if you want to be part of the Free State Project, I support that 100 percent. But I also want to say that we have a lot of battles that we got to fight everywhere else. So I think we still need to keep some hardcore libertarians, people who are principled in other states so we can win this. We can win the war, not the battle. Rock and roll. Thank so- you.
2: So I've been having an internal battle with myself because I do like Indianapolis where I live. Uh, it's, it's, it's a That's great city. Sad.
4: It's, well, it's. <laughs> <laughs> I'm kidding. I have been. It is, it, it is a good city. It is.
2: It's, it's, listen, it's bland and let's say homogenous. Uh, yeah, very much so. There's, you know, you go to, you visit towns wow, this like. this
0: became an alt-right leadership panel. Right. This happened. How uh, we say homogenous in the movement. Right. <laughs> Johnny just spit out his water. For those, out. those not here, Johnny just spit his water out. Uh, so I-, I
2: love my, I love my hometown Twice. and all my friends and family are there and that's really why I I wouldn't move but, uh, and my nieces are two and four and that's like the cute age and you know, when like 10 years when they're 12 and 14 then we'll take a look at moving, uh, but so I do have these internal battles where I'd like to live somewhere else, and so every time I take one of these trips, I always am like, could I live here? And I found I'm spend a week with each League of Liberty
0: member, right? And then you can choose a city.
2: I, I as I'm sitting on the courthouse steps or the statehouse steps, uh, eating a cheeseburger in Con- Concord. Uh, yesterday, not Concord. Uh, Concord. You ate it on the courthouse steps. Uh, I. It was a stone's throw. It's. A, I mean, he is a statist. The I visual. Mean, <laughs> it's, it, it was an exaggeration. Let's not get the facts. Uh, let's not get the facts. Get in the way of a good story. And so. I, I'm in this this town that is beautiful and perfect, and I'm like, I could totally live here, and this is a beautiful state, and everybody's been super nice, and I love Boston. I've thought about Boston, too. Boston is awesome. Uh, yeah. I mean, it like, really is.
4: There's a lot of great stuff. So
2: in when my sister and the nieces lived there, I visited Boston a bunch, but then I'm also like, the reason I, in February of every year, I sit there and go, I want to live where there's sun, because I'm like Mark. I get I get super depressed in the winter, and it's because of the vitamin D. And uh, Johnny, you gonna do the layup here. I need D, uh,
3: make, so so by the way, uh, Chris, Chris, yeah. you don't look like you go tanning very much. I know, I, <laughs> I mean, know, but they do have vitamin D pills, you yeah. Know, no, 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 I take it, yeah. <laughs> okay, good,
0: okay, good. I, I do, but we're it, so mature, we can't say the letter D without half of us giggling, I know, to each other and poking <laughs> each other under the table,
2: and Chris, so Chris loves the vitamin D,
4: yes, and
2: so. Would I move to New Hampshire? 100% yes. Wow. Absolutely. Uh am I going to? It is unlikely because I'd rather live somewhere where there's sun like maybe a Tucson or an Austin, Texas or St. Augustine, Florida. Am I going to Very move? Specific. Probably not. St. Augustine <laughs> specifically St. Augustine, Florida. If you've ever been, you know why. It's it dude, it's the oldest city in America. My parents had a condo there growing up. He's already the shit and so I, at five years old, was giving on these VHS tapes that my parents have, tours of St. Augustine because it's the oldest continuous city in America. And it's just history for days. So, like, if you love history... You would love St. Augustine. Like, go spend a week there. You still won't see everything. It's kind of like Boston. When you walk around Boston, it's like, oh, there's a plaque that says this is where the telephone was invented. Oh, this is where Ben Franklin took a dump in 1860-whatever. <laughs> like, you know, St. Augustine's that same way, where it is, you know, here's the here's the oldest schoolhouse, here's a fort, you know. I
4: want to know how Ben Franklin took a dump in 1861. <laughs> I, don't, I don't think that was going to happen. <laughs> He's, he wasn't alive then. Right. <laughs> anyway,
5: Don't you.
0: D- ben Franklin ate a cheeseburger on these courthouse sets.
2: <laughs> ben Franklin was a magnificent human being who lived a long life. He made uh, myself snort. He was best friends with Abraham Lincoln. Uh, so, so yes, that that is the answer to your question.
1: So, are any of you going to support Bill Weld in 2020?
2: <laughs> As fuck he walks off. And fuck that guy in a controversial question.
4: I,
0: I want to know Roger. I want support. <laughs> I want Bill Weld to run cuz I want to watch the theatrics Dude, unfold.
4: I get so much co- content I from that want, shit. Yes. I want him to run cuz right. I went back content for months.
0: It will give us so much oh, podcast Jesus. material. I, I want to see him and Adam Kocetch going at it. I want him to run you, purely for dram- dramatic purposes. Okay. Uh, Johnny wants to Johnny's take a break. A he needs a the cigarette. There's no breaks, folks. No, yeah. Johnny.
2: I mean, <laughs> no. oh do, what do you do when we record an hour long podcast? He, smoke he in smokes. He smokes house in his house. house, right? <laughs> oh, that's that's a good point. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We can take it. Let me answer the Build Weld question.
0: Well, you can, just, the, you can just you can just you can just go.
4: Smoke I, think was, Bill Weld. I think he might have been facetious.
2: Just uh, I don't know. <laughs> I'll give a serious question. Okay. Give a serious um, answer. probably not and he he when i saw him speak johnny's go to smoke in the bathroom <laughs> <laughs> this
0: is amazing
5: Smoking in
0: the
2: <laughs> <laughs> honestly johnny just go st- just go stand outside that window and we'll take a mic over there <laughs> w- weld weld doesn't st- w- weld has made progress in the last 2 years he spoke at the indiana convention but he doesn't he still doesn't understand the basics of the philosophy in a lot of ways and he gave a boring ass Uh, speech about policy, and then he gave the old tripe of "I'll bring billionaires, I'll bring money, I'll bring this." That's what he said last time. It's dude, it's what we've heard every single time with every one of these guys. And so, exactly, like to my pragmatist friends that you know I I cater to more than obviously Roger does. Like (laughs) more than obviously, I just uh, (laughs) like he's uninspiring. Zero
0: percent. Roger does
2: in every way, and I. And probably the only podcaster in the movement that would give him a chance and I, I was like, Hey, can I get an interview? He looked at me and said, nah, I don't think I want to do that right now. It's like, All right, dude. I'm and then g- he goes
0: and gets interviewed by Adam Kokesh ten minutes later. I, I'm like, you don't know yeah. anybody, do you? Like, you have no idea who's who.
2: I'm the one that'll probably give be you, safe. I'm, I'm the one that will give you airtime and you don't you still don't get it. Like he's he's just I'd give him airtime. And he's going to use. Tons. I think he's going to use real a rope to hang
0: himself on.
4: So we need a petition to get Bill Weld on Lions of Liberty.
0: Yeah, let's do it. So, That's but he fashion. did give me. His I like pers- how you took it right away from Chris. You're like, he's like, I would give maritime.
4: No, I don't listen to we are libertarians anymore, <laughs> so <I can't> Roger <laughs> wants to hear it, so. <laughs> it's, it's, how dare you, sir? <laughs> I do that fuck with
2: you, you know. And that. I'm going to have Rogers my co-host that episode too. I also <laughs> want to know how one fucks one in the neck <laughs> through the mouth. Well, let's say. <laughs> Let's say one is. Average. Johnny liked it. He's halfway <laughs> outside
0: smoking. Love that joke. Kind of
2: thumbs up. Let's say one is average. How how would I then? How would I then do it? I mean, how would one
4: do it? How would one do what? How would do one we really fuck, need a would, Like,
2: are you cutting someone in the neck here, and then fucking you. that hole, or? Like going okay, here.
0: right. You go through uh, and the then all hole, the it's, way down it's in the neck. Now, okay.
4: I didn't. That's why you got to cut the because It's not rocket science,
2: Chris. Some Sorry. of us didn't get the sex education we live. All right, we got in Arkansas. Yeah, that's true. This just happened. <laughs> the, the, Johnny just made a weird signal Johnny, over there. Okay. Johnny's making the break signal. All right, let's, okay. let's take a break. Uh, we're going to talk to the crowd off air. We're going to uh, smack them around, verbally, not physically, Roger. Unless
4: there's consent involved.
2: All right, and uh, see if we uh, can't get more a conversation from the audience. So for that, this is uh, the League of Liberty with Chris Spengel, Roger Paxton, Mark Claire and Johnny Adams.
1: (laughs) My name is Dale Kearns, and I'm running for United States Senate in Pennsylvania as a libertarian. I'm a concerned citizen who has had enough. I work as a project manager for an electrical contractor in southeastern Pennsylvania. There I manage large commercial and industrial projects. I'm a husband and a father of two energetic little girls. I'm running to advocate for a society where my girls have more liberty, not less. Will you support our campaign? Unlike my competitors, I'm not a career politician. I don't have millionaire and billionaire donors. I'm running for Senate in Pennsylvania because I want to take the message to Washington that we want government out of our lives. Will you let me be your voice? Let me be the voice that says we will not walk quietly down the road to serfdom. The voice that says we need free market solutions. The voice that says we need to end the failed war on drugs. The voice who will fight for the forgotten man, nonviolent offenders wasting away in prison, and addicts who are afraid to speak up and seek the help they need. We are seeking members for our campaign team. I encourage you to apply. We need donations to help us spread the message of liberty across the state. We can go on hoping for liberty to happen, or we can fight together. I hope you choose the latter, and join me today. Find out more at DaleKerns.com.
4: Paid for by Dale Kearns for office.
2: All right, we are back. The funny thing is, Johnny requested a break to smoke, and the second he requested the break, he finished smoking and <laughs> walked
4: back into the table.
2: Want another one, dude? But I've had like smokers c- just
4: don't smoke one. In that, right. that ten-minute break, he had like four cigarettes. It, for,
2: am I gonna have to go get you more c- cigarettes? Yeah. All right. Okay. All right. I can do that. That is why you're here, sir. You're the DD. You you give me a twenty. Right. I'll bring I'll bring you back uh, two packs. That's why. See,
4: a, that's why it's always great to hang out with a square. Yeah. Yeah. I can drive. I can
2: go. Chris Spangle's
3: favorite band is Huey Lewis because it's hip to be square. No,
4: no, no. It's Coldplay just kidding <laughs> oh, i was like it's like i was about to move seats god damn it that's like this <laughs> you can say taxation isn't theft but don't say you love Coldplay, play right, around roger right.
0: that's when he will get really pissed off <laughs>
2: uh, no that's like if you're that's the uh the beta band if you're beta then you like cold play right
0: okay. that's the joke I,
4: if you say so All
2: right. i enjoy cold play though but i'm not i
3: promise i'm not beta you guys, guys stop it because i'm cool Something uh I, I, you know, i'm seriously i'm pretty much uh, the James Bond of libertarians. He's fucking
2: rock and roll. Hey, Mark, can you tell your co-hosts to shut the fuck up? While we're recording? Yeah, we're yeah. recording.
4: Motherfuckers. I'm going to come up here <laughs> while you <laughs> guys are recording and talk my ass <laughs> You guys are violating the NAP right now as I speak.
0: Uh, <laughs> I know it's Howie. I just have to... <laughs> I have to <laughs> <know> <laughs> you, <worked. laughs> you, you think you were whispering. You everyone were... else is <laughs> screaming. Hey, yes. You uh, can just come uh, up and sit and be on a mic, too, if you yeah, want. Yeah. No, no, that's all guys, right.
4: Let's get
2: some questions. Hard pass.
0: So... I am Chris Spangle. <laughs> this idea. <laughs> I
2: am Chris Spangle of We Are Libertarians. This is Roger Paxton of Lava Flow. That is Mark Clare of Lions of Liberty. Roar. and Johnny Adams of Blast Off with uh, Johnny Rocket. I, I'm,
3: by the way, I'm Johnny Goddamn Rocket. Johnny, Johnny Rocket. Rocket. I'm sorry. Okay. Well, the, more, no, no. the Lions the of Liberty Roger I was
4: about to say that's what the Lions of Liberty guys call me, Roger. I don't know where that came from, but I'll <laughs> take it. I call it, you.
2: It, it,
3: it sounds cool. Hmm?
2: Right the the, the, the your name. The We Are Libertarians guys call you fucking Roger Paxton. <laughs>
3: <laughs> so
2: we just flip the words. Well
4: played, well played. Uh,
2: so uh, we have an audience, and there's no sense in talking about us because we can do that anytime. I want to talk to the audience. So who's got who's got questions? I think Who wants these to, guys come, come have some to come say, on yeah. up? Come on up. When you come up, just introduce yourself, where you're from. They don't have to be questions about politics or policy. They can be, you know, Roger, what's your shoe size or something like that. In case you want to see if you have small feet and hands.
7: Uh, uh, C.J. Bailey. I'm from Charleston, West Virginia. So. I had a pretty long drive up um i listen to roger quite regularly so i don't (laughs) i don't know a lot about you guys i'm just interested to know um where did you get the fire of liberty nice
3: good question what's your origin story johnny adams uh well i'll tell you what i i was uh in the people's republic of seattle oh my god right and it's like red it bleeds red everywhere you know and i was just i was interested in the ideas of liberty and i, st- I found this guy called ron paul and uh Woo! hell ron paul right give it up I
5: found
2: You, this you guy mean the ron
3: paul and these two the, fucking the status magicians.
2: the status that was in congress roger
4: okay you know what <laughs> dr <Doctor> no right <laughs> Yeah, yeah, he's a status. I'm That's, just, fine. That's
2: fine. I just think it's funny when people like Roger are like I no, love her. Look, Paul. Okay. Ron
4: Paul got me started into Liberty too. He right. was one of many that got me on that journey. Now, was he perfect? Of course not. No libertarian's perfect okay. except for me. But
2: you won't fuck him in the neck. <laughs> Sorry, I was
3: just teasing Roger. No, go no, ahead, go no, ahead. No, no, but like these two magicians who did a show called Bullshit inspired me. Yes. Penn and Teller. And they broke the the fallacies of how things were run. And I'm like, What is this show? And it was libertarian as fuck. And I started watching that show religiously. I started reading about libertarianism. I said, how can I make a difference? And I said, I'm going to, I have a buddy. I was in audio for 10 years and I was in a band for 10 years. And I was a, I don't know if you guys like rock and roll. Say yes. Yeah. Yeah. Boo. So I, Chris listens to Coldplay. It's not rock and roll. <laughs> but uh, I mean, I did rock and roll and I, I played rock and Billy music for years. And you know what? I figured I could, I could take the, my knowledge of audio and bring it together with the libertarian message. And I'm, I'm hoping to change one person at a time. And you know what? The thing is, my passion is to change the common guy down the street because Joe Bob, the bartender or the blue collar mechanic, they don't know shit about libertarianism, their status. And we need a guy like me who can relate to them and make them laugh and have fun and drink, drink a beer and talk about Liberty. Right? Right. So that's that, that what inspired my passion, and this is why I do what I do, is I want to change one heart, one mind at a time, rock and roll, and one beer at a time.
4: And just before we get to Mark, uh, me, you mentioned Penn & Teller. Uh, Penn's co-host on Penn Sunday School is here at Porkfest, Matt Donnelly. He's doing a magic show at 5.30, magic Ooh. and uh, comedy, uh, hillbilly something or other. It's, it's a fucking ride I've seen on YouTube. So be done there at 5.30. All of our listening audience.
0: (laughs) I'm just thinking about how close and inside of Johnny's mouth this microphone just was, and now it's similarly towards mine, but you know, it's no big deal. We're very uncouth. Uh, I apologize. Uh, I actually got I my start on, with uh, Liberty with uh, this gentleman in the corner here, Howie Snowden, a friend of mine, <laughs> uh, who Chris Spengel is uh, feuding with, I believe, over something that happened in a group somewhere. Chris
4: always know. feuds with libertarians. Imagine yeah, that. That's what we do.
0: Uh, <laughs> I'm generally was, uh, disagreeable. Used to, yeah. When I was in college, when we were all in college, these gentlemen all went to college with me, and uh, at Penn State University. And uh, we would drink into the wee hours of the night. So a lot has changed, as you can see. And uh, this, this is the wee hours of the night for me. I've been up a while. Um, and he used to talk about this guy, Ron Paul, because when he was, how do you want to come tell
6: part of the story since you're here? What? You were you were a congressional page at what, one point, right? One Careful. To tell. Uh, Ron Paul converted me, but one of the books that really converted me was Harry Brown's How I Found Freedom in a Free non-free World. That's true. And, and I bought my my second little copy because Mark gave. How he's so copy, drunk already. <laughs> And it got lost. We got a copy here. We're all gonna sign it and we're gonna give it away we tomorrow. Do? Yes, we're gonna oh. we're gonna sign it. And we're gonna give it away tomorrow I at our Alliance uh, Liberty Live podcast.
0: That's not tomorrow, that's in like four but hours. Harry <laughs> Brown, he's
6: not with us anymore, but he was an amazing libertarian. He had Ron Paul amazing effect on us. So and this I- is how
0: I got started. Him drunkenly ranting like this. Is is, is you just right. saw it live. That's why I brought it up. But he when he was a congressional page, he met Ron Paul a few times, and he used to tell me about this one congressman he used to meet who uh, talk differently than the other ones and yada, yada, yada. So I ended up looking up this guy's column called Texas straight talk, Ron Paul, this <coughs> column he's ran for 20 years or so. And, uh, what struck me differently about him was that he would, he was a Republican, but most of the time he spent criticizing Republicans, criticizing foreign policy, criticizing the war on drugs. And that just kind of blew my mind open because that just was not how politics worked before. It was r- Republicans criticized Democrats. Democrats criticized Republicans. And that's what at least started getting me sort of thinking in a different way and realizing you don't have to think along those lines. And uh, And then 9-11 happened. And then I really started thinking about foreign policy more. And I started to dig deeper on that when I saw our response was to invade this country, Afghanistan, that I had barely heard of. And it started me on down a journey of learning a lot more about what our foreign policy really was, how it might affect things, how blowback might actually be a thing. And then seven or eight years later, after I already had followed Ron Paul for this whole time, he, he ran for president. And I went, well, that's weird. I wonder where this is going to go. So I tuned into presidential debates for the first time maybe in my life. And, you know, the rest is kind of history, I guess. A lot of us saw that go down. And he basically blew holes through people's reality, through people's perceptions of what is allowable in political debate, to say things on a Republican stage like, of course I want to legalize heroin. Are you guys all going to run out and do heroin if we legalize it tomorrow? Yeah! Oh, we are. This is the wrong audience. Boo. Okay, this crowd. This crowd is half. But, half bad. you guys are on heroin right <laughs> now. Howie <laughs> has just
2: informed us that heroin's not that bad.
0: It's all about alcohol or cigarettes. <laughs> I'm so excited for our podcast.
7: Oh, it's gonna oh. be awesome.
0: Yeah, but that's what guided me down the path, and that's what I think. Seeing his boldness on a Republican stage, saying things you're not supposed to say, and I, I told myself, well, because before libertarianism was a thing, I kept to myself. I was the only libertarian I knew and that's what inspired me she said I still am I, and that's what inspired me to sort of go down that path of being vocal about my beliefs just in my real life, years before I even started the podcast. Eventually, I turned that into the podcast, though. That was kind of my inspiration, though. I wanted to talk to more people about the ideas of liberty and then put that conversation out there and not be shy about my beliefs anymore and be bold and, and, you know, talk about shit you're not supposed to talk about. I think the peeling away of, like,
2: societal shame, of, like, saying things that are unpopular, I think that's, like, the key... Like, and, and that's been a huge part of it for me, too, is like saying things that are unpopular, and that, to me is the bigger struggle for most libertarians than as much as it, like even like trying to ke- keep up and learn all the ideology. It's like, I'm going to say this thing that's unpopular. it might put me in a wilderness, and am I ready for that? And I think for the four of us, like we do it pretty prominently, and it's not that bad. You get you get like to come to Pork Fest when you do well, that. Well,
0: one thing you learn when you actually speak boldly all the time, and it takes a while to figure this out, people do actually start to respect you, even if they disagree with you, because all the people that reach out to me that I didn't even know followed what I did or followed anything I said. And they'll say, "Hey, just so you know, you know, I do actually follow a lot of what you say, and you've actually made me think about things differently." And they're not the ones commenting on Facebook; they're right. only the ones you hear about offline sometimes. And it's yeah, high school
2: casual lurker on Facebook, right. like the, the high school man. friends too. You know, the people that yeah, no, the high school friends on your Facebook who go, "Hey, I, I never saw that point of view." I
4: didn't have friends in high school. <laughs> well, one could debate if you have them now, but <laughs> uh, you know, I've got
3: five thousand of them in New Hampshire. <laughs> <laughs> No, I want to say that you're you're you guys are right. I mean, it's it's about making a statement, and you could be bold about it and be an asshole. And I I mean, I think that's how we get our point across. I mean, like I know that we love Arvin Vora, one of the most principled libertarians. He was speaking at ten o'clock this morning at the main pavilion, (laughs) but he is. But like, hear hear me. I know I know how he loves that fucking guy. But what I want to say is I I respect his principles. I just don't respect how maybe how he messaged that, his message, his methods. There's a method behind his madness, right? Is that how it works? Or a madness behind his methods. I don't know. know. But I'm just saying, though, But we need principled libertarians, and I think that is what keeps this uh, organization or our movement alive. I think I agree with you on that one. I think you do. But if we don't have – Principled libertarianism, and this is what we're trying to teach is foundational principled libertarianism. If you want to stay, take a step back and go, eh, maybe that's too crazy for me right now, you can, and you're still cool, but as soon as you start wanting this st- howie what the fuck man <laughs> Is he on shrooms? I don't know what the hell this dude is doing.
4: Jesus,
6: I, I, I totally agree. We do need personal libertarians, but they need to—they <laughs> so. need to think before they speak and put something out why. for the fucking mass. I'm not—I probably think Arvin's a great dude, but but when you're putting something out as a spokesman, don't disenfranchise fucking everyone.
4: Dude, Howie got. just so you guys yeah, just so you guys know, Howie apparently is having a really good time because he is slurring his words like a son of a bitch. <laughs> that is awesome. The, the okay, amount of, and, sure, and it's only uh, what? It's wait, let's uh, Chris, see what time it is. It's twelve thirty, and Chris, he's been slurring his words for like
3: two hours. It's joy. So. We're, recording
0: a, we're recording a drinking podcast in six and a half hours. He's right not gonna now. make it. Yeah. It's gonna be fun.
3: Is he on your team? Is <laughs> Howie on your team, Mark?
4: I want you to know you have to
5: he you, it's, runs. I
4: won't <laughs> He's gonna He's going to get his second win here in a little bit. <laughs> you, you
2: don't win by starting before the contest <laughs>
4: begins. Listen, uh,
2: like, no. uh, <laughs> you challenge
6: yeah. because not people that don't
2: drink all day. People drink all day with that drink win. <laughs> that's That's right. dead air for our podcast. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Nobody
4: can hear you, Howie. You don't have a mic. Roger. His voice carries. me. <laughs> <the voice laughs> okay. It's it's
2: Roger, awesome. Roger Paxton. What? drink all day win.
3: Pe- People who drink all day win whiskey challenges, <laughs> as per Howie Snowden. Roger Paxton,
4: started. what is your origin story?
0: And I'm Lions Liberty podcast.
3: Well,
4: canceled. So, you know, she's already heard mine, but I'll do it for the rest of the audience. So, um, you know, I started off as a neocon conservative, mm-hmm. uh, Pentecostal preacher and all this crazy shit. And, uh, you know, I was raised that way by my mother. And I thought mm-hmm. that she was, you know, that she knew everything. So um, And then when I learned out that she did when I found out she didn't know everything, a lot changed. Um, I, uh, I actually first heard about Ron Paul in about 96, 1996 or so. And I thought, yeah, he's got some great ideas. He's a little crazy on that war on drugs and you know, we gotta have borders, right? You know, I thought he was a little nuts, but I kept, you know, kept watching what he was doing and. Because I like a contrarian. Imagine that. Yeah, <laughs> so, You don't uh, say. Right. So it, it was fun to watch him over the years. And then I, I uh, picked up Atlas Shrugged. I had never read it before. And a good friend of mine recommended it. And I uh, named my dog Dagny. And that's why Atlas is my radio handle. Um, and, and that book not only changed the way I looked at politics and the way that things are done and the way that interactions between human beings are done. And it also changed the way I looked at religion quite a bit as well. Um, so I really – that started the rabbit hole. And uh, within a year, I was uh, libertarian, and then uh, I like to say that uh, Murray Rothbard turned me into an anarchist, and uh, here we are.
2: Yeah. So for my part, I grew up – I grew up love politics, and I uh, grew up in a very Republican household, and so obviously started Republican, and uh, – he was pretty influenced by all the Clinton stuff, and I just thought Democrats were the worst thing ever. But I was really just anti-left, and I did—I wasn't—and that's the thing about a lot of conservatives; is they're anti-left, or a lot of leftists are anti-right. And you don't really know what you believe. And so I went on to become the president of the College Republicans. I was very impacted by 9/11 as well; uh, changed many of my fundamental worldviews in a lot of ways, or set off chains that eventually led to a total change in my thinking in terms of religion and politics. Uh, and uh, went to work for the College Republicans. I was the, the chair for the local chapter in 2004 during that Bush election. Uh, I almost got impeached because I thought that uh, Bush's Immigration policy, opening up immigration was a good thing, and I didn't care if gay people got married. And they were like, we can't have you as chair. You're too, you like liberty too much. Uh, but I wasn't, I, I would say that I was libertarian leaning, but I didn't understand what libertarian meant. I had heard the word because of Neil Bortz. Uh, because I was a huge talk radio fan. And then I went on to uh, volunteer. Instead of working for Mitch Daniels, I worked for a guy named Andy Horning, who ran for Congress. And Andy was a libertarian who had switched parties to run for the Republicans. And he really was the first person who kind of explained the libertarianism to me. This is one of the reasons that I've always said, like, libertarian campaigns do a lot of good, because... They impress libertarian values on their campaign volunteers, the people that they talk to, and went on to uh, kind of start starting to question a lot of stuff. Then I uh, went to work at a local talk radio station, and I basically worked with this independent conservative named Abdul-Hakim Shabazz. And every time I would say anything I had heard on Rush Limbaugh that day, he would completely dismiss it and tell me why I was an idiot and why I was wrong. And so by the end of that four years, I was just really like, I don't believe anything. I don't know what I believe. I don't have it. Like, you're just kind of left without a party. You're left without an ideology. And you're just kind of in that weird mix of, I have these things that I think I believe, but I don't really have any facts to support any of them. Uh, and then I... Uh, so I, I was working as a reporter, and I started talking to some libertarians and started reading up on it. And the, the one hang up I had was on foreign policy, uh, because again, the 9-11 thing. And seeing Ron Paul in the 2008 debates really made me go, oh, okay, I see what the libertarian point of view is on this in a clear way, and went to work for the Libertarian Party. And that's that's kind of all she wrote, because once you kind of get in on that train heading in that direction, you end up uh, years later, a decade later, looking back at yourself, and I listen to some of those old shows that I was on on, on WXNT and go, that person was an idiot, <laughs> you know? And part of the reason that I started the podcast was, A, I've always wanted to have my own talk show, but B, teaching libertarianism, teaching libertarian thought on modern current events... Really teaches you uh, – teaching is a great way to learn because when you're learning how to th- – what you're going to say, like I feel a lot of pressure. When I open the mic, like I I feel a lot of pressure to uh, say things that are truth, uh, th- things that are um, – The doctor says that to you too. It, you're going to feel a little bit of pressure. Right, yeah. <laughs> well, I think there's uh, – I think there's a lot of responsibility, and so I always try to show my work too, you know, because
4: I could, I could be wrong, Roger. You could be, yeah, yeah. But uh, just to be clear, there's a reason why I started the Lava Flow podcast, in the last couple of minutes is why. <laughs> oh wow! I don't understand. <laughs> okay. What,
2: um, what was all the giggling about? As I was trying to, oh,
0: we were talking
4: about the vape pen.
0: Oh, okay. I was giggling at Johnny's giggling. <laughs>
4: <laughs> I couldn't figure out how to work the vape pen, so you know, whatever.
0: <laughs>
4: vape pen
2: hard. Me this not. This is what you're gonna smoke. <laughs> well, it's got time
4: holes time. on both ends. I'm, I've never seen one with holes on both ends.
2: Yeah. <laughs> so do we have any? I more thought crushes? you had kids. <laughs>
4: <laughs> <laughs> Two.
2: All right, boys. Okay, we
3: got another question.
2: All right, Let's come do. on up. What's your name, and where are you from? I'm Joe
6: Roberts from the Seacoast of New Hampshire. Yes. yes. Joe
4: Roberts. Good That's uh, speaking. Um, uh, I live in the Seacoast as well.
6: Yeah, it's a good area.
0: Uh, let's bring it back to Pork Fest. What is your favorite thing so far at Pork Fest, or what are you
6: looking forward to? We know Johnny likes the open bar. Mark's I got, loving the yoga. Yeah, an
0: answer. <laughs> Will Coley's chicken swarma. Yes, Ooh, I heard yes. that was Seriously. amazing. Check this shit out. Cultural appropriation <laughs> grill. I should get like a commission. <laughs> I, I, yeah, it's an awesome name. <laughs> he makes amazing food. <laughs> my my favorite Will thing Coley so f- already opened it up. So license it from him. My favorite thing oh, wait, so far has been making fun
4: that. of Roger to his face. Amen to that. <laughs> <laughs> Look, Chris and I have a lot of respect for each other, but it's a lot of fun. Yeah, no, we have what, fun with it. No, it's meeting these guys and
2: talking to you guys. Have, have been. Well, the that's best the great part, thing but... is Chris
4: and I've known each other longer than, you know, any of these other guys we met was it 2011. Yeah. And, uh, Fucking chop liver, thanks. right? Fuck the fuck these two. My, so Chris and I go way back.
2: My least favorite thing is Brett Bittner's here now. Yes, uh, oh, boo Brett Bittner.
4: <laughs> so uh, what was your what's what is the most thing your, the thing you're most looking forward to for Pork Fest?
2: Um. Seeing if, he, seeing if Howie seeing if how he drunk, Snowden survives. I'm sorry, I can't hear you over At Johnny. I know. <laughs> Again, I'm handing Chris
0: Bangle a brownie, and it's gonna be a brownie. He thinks, and it's gonna be more than a brownie.
2: Well, you're not supposed to tell people when you violate their nap. Oh, you're just supposed, supposed to do it. it. That's
0: gonna make
4: it better. Roger is
2: yeah,
3: not gonna, gonna get away with I it.
4: thought the one violating their nap would be Chris this week, not
3: you. Yeah, oh, how man, dare he's you? He's gonna <laughs> wake up with like grass stains on his knees and shit. You know? So back to the question. Since Johnny, I'm trying
2: to work that out in my head and how that. The thing I'm mostly looking forward to literally is will howie snowden survive i don't I, i'm not sure <laughs> because he's pretty toasty as I'm is to no uh i'm, I'm excited he's to my see roommate also so i'm a little worried yeah uh, i'm everything. excited to see brett and morgan they moved out to boston and i haven't seen them in a few months i'm i'm excited to meet johnny and, and mark and spend more time with you guys and uh and then meeting new people like joe new podcaster uh do you have have you started your
0: podcast yet not yet should be out by the end of the year. Um, making moves, getting things together. Is that what it's called? Uh yes, it's called
5: <laughs> making moves.
0: Making moves, getting things Look it up, everybody.
2: So, yeah, I mean, for me, it's all about people. I, I just enjoy meeting and hanging out.
4: Well, and you know, Jess and I have been coming for years, and I we almost never go to the talks and those kind of things because that's not what I'm here for. I'm here to see my libertarian family and, and make a, a bigger family and meet new people every year. That's what it's about for me.
2: So it's that's about the connection. Making a bigger family. Is that what happens in the tenant night, Roger? <laughs>
0: you know what's great about Pork Fest? There was a rave thrown by teenagers last night. Yes. There was? That's what's great about Porkfest. Yes. Yes. It and was little ecstasy from them, just kidding. It was <laughs> but I tried. That's not
3: a joke. <laughs> I'm not surprised. Uh they yeah. Yeah, I was I was trying to dance last night. Yes, so he was <laughs> <trying> to, <laughs> while he was grabbing my ass. <laughs> Full on And no, no, my girlfriend's she's sitting there like, Okay, we're going. <laughs> You're not doing this again. Uh no, I'm not hip anymore. Apparently. I figured that shit out really quick. But uh, what I look forward to pork fest is actually um, the back massage booth on, uh, I, I don't know where that is, but it's in, uh, right Agra, the cultural, Appropriation Grill. Agra, <laughs> the cultural <laughs> Agra, Agra, Valley. Valley. Uh, right across the street. But no, I'm looking forward to that. That is awesome. Cause she doesn't have a license.
4: She not. <laughs> she, she might break my, your back, Johnny. Be very careful. That, that she is, could break she your back. Right she the, my back.
2: The most libertarian thing said on this podcast is, I think she's going to do great because she doesn't have a license. <laughs> <laughs> that's our mentalities like totally different.
5: <laughs>
2: yeah,
4: yeah. You, I'm sure she's great. So, any other questions from the audience? Anything? Yeah, come uh, on
2: up. Okay, we we'll coming up. All right. Be nice. sure to state your name and where you're from.
0: And who you give money to? I know uh, Tyler
6: Colford from Southern Vermont. And uh, what's your? It's kind of a selfish uh, plug right now, but what's your favorite music genre? And uh, this guy, do you dig uh, hip hop or uh, metalcore?
0: I it used to be classic rock, but when Tyler started giving us twenty five dollars a month and t- on Patreon, it became hip hop, metalcore, and, uh, and- what, what was it? You said
6: <laughs> yeah, metalcore. Now it's that. <laughs> I'm easily uh, bought
0: out.
4: John, well, I, I bet we can figure out what Johnny's favorite music genre is. Uh, classical,
3: yeah, uh, of course, of course it is. Right, very much, uh, very much a, a Chopin guy. Yeah, love Chopin, love Mozart, <laughs> and actually, um, believe it or not, actually it's jazz for me. I listen to nice. jazz all the time, and uh, I like, I, I do like rock and roll, but there's a very, there's a very weird, crazy mix in my house. Yeah, uh, if she she comes over, I play jazz. When she's not there, I play fucking rockabilly, psychobilly. Nice. My my girlfriend Jennifer Janston, without a T. Um, uh, like people, well, there's gonna be stalkers want, now. Just be in case you want to Venmo her. So I just yeah, she got a plug now. Oh, but when I'm exactly. no, they can't see. But there's gonna be a video on YouTube, and I know it. And it's gonna be fucking incriminating. Fuck, fuck you if you're recording. That's cool. I love you. Uh, No, but uh, rockabilly, rock and roll, old school rock and roll. I think that's where the foundations of what we have now. So your metal core and the classical music wouldn't have existed without fucking rock. Oh, yeah, no doubt. And that's what it's about, man. But rock and roll is great. You know why? Because it makes you fucking, like, say, fuck the world. That's what makes that's the mentality we got to have to change it. And they were the first fucking rebels, man. And those guys broke every rule. And those—that that is why I love those guys. The Rock and Rollers, man. Um, so, America. I
6: mean, I asked this because I also go by Crypto Man in a rap group, Jinx Inc. Uh, I gave a CD to Mark and, and, me. and Johnny Rocket. And Johnny's in my hotel. and, and uh, he was on the picnic but table. This is, night. These are for you guys. Wow. Oh, thank that
1: you. Is Appreciate fantastic, it. Fantastic. Yeah.
3: Dude. Okay. So, Mark Claire just awesome. threw me under the bus. Thank you. Uh, I've
2: never heard of metalcore. I do like <laughs> hip hop, though. Uh, I enjoy Coldplay. Uh, that's my favorite.
0: As we've been over, I, guy. I, I like. <laughs> nice callback.
2: <laughs> I work at a classic rock station, and so classic rock in, it ends up, It just I spend most of my day with it, so you really start falling for it and, and how great it is. Uh, I love jazz, too. I love 70s, 50s and 60s soul. Uh, even a little seventy soul is is really great, uh, and the Beatles. I mean, the Beatles are my all time favorite band.
3: Well, we were talking that one night. We liked
4: Nickelback. We really, yeah, liked, yeah. Look at really this cool. photograph. Oh, I'm on the wrong fuck fucking note. I'm at the wrong <laughs> table. So my musical taste or anything from you know Adele to Tool. Yeah. Um, so I mean i am wide variety as well but uh speaking of music if you haven't gotten backwards album uh, veracity Jesus fuck, dude I'm gonna plug it are you That's serious no I meant, I oh 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 I dude I, I mean Eric July and his group just fucking killed it on that album and they are gonna be here tonight at eight o'clock putting on a hell of a show if it no tomorrow night tomorrow night uh, unless it rains because uh, now it looks like it might rain during that
2: so. I uh I'm sad I wish that uh, but, Mark would be able to remember that concert but he won't uh I other questions. I'll
0: remember tomorrow. It's tonight that's going to be trouble. <laughs> One of my
4: volunteers just walked in. I thought there was a fucking emergency. I was about to freak out. We had, we've had an interesting few days at Porkfellas. We need Atlas. I,
2: <laughs> I keep thinking he's Jud Weiss. Like he, oh, he kind of does have that look a bit, doesn't he? Yeah. Yeah.
0: yeah. Oh, that's it. He's, he's the like poor Judd Weiss when he lets <laughs> all go.
2: He's the poor man's Jud Weiss. <laughs> that the
4: hair, by the <laughs> way, for the record. I mean all. Came across bad. Uh, God damn it. I meant Good with call. Hair. Good call. Yeah.
2: Any, uh, any other questions? Come on. Don't be shy. Yeah, let's end
0: it
3: before having comes up with a question. Right. Yeah. All right. Hurry the fuck up.
0: All right. Are
3: you I guys. Know John
4: Johnny me- Matt. Johnny John- needs a cigarette. I need a The thing.
0: question is can we get our sign off right
4: live?
2: Yes. I,
4: I've been podcasting
2: for no, three we- hours. I'm tired and hungry. So let's start wrapping this up before
4: I get cranky. Liberty. Fuck, fuck yeah. yeah! We oh did God, it. We got it. <laughs> Thank you so much, <laughs> Thanks, guys. Thanks, guys.
0: Oh, That's fun.
5: Jesus.
0: <laughs> All right, my freedom felines. I hope you enjoyed that episode of the League of Liberty podcast. Even a small percentage of how much fun I had doing it. So much fun that you can still hear it on my voice. It's a very long weekend, folks. I was also on We Are Libertarians with Chris Bangle, as well as recording four or five or six, I believe, bonus podcasts uh, for our Patreon supporters. So once again, it'll be very similar, hopefully with a lot more content, because I have a lot of people I expect to see out at the Libertarian National Convention this week. If you sign up for Patreon for as little as $5 a month and join the Lions of Liberty Pride, not only do you get to become more a part of the show and more a part of this community, you know, we have a secret Facebook where we're always asking for feedback and questions and suggestions for the show. And the Pride members get to really influence us more than, uh, you know, the, the normal listeners, so to speak, more than the normies, who we, of course, appreciate as well. Uh, but when you join the Pride, you really do become part of the show and you get early and immediate access to just about everything we do. And that will be the case uh, when John Oderman and myself are at the LNC. Uh, well, Right now when you're listening to this. Um, so please do stay tuned to your feed because I will be looking to get you some content from the Libertarian National Convention. It's my first Libertarian Party convention ever. Uh, I am also a delegate as well, and I'm there as media. So it's going to be uh, probably in many ways an overwhelming experience, but it is, it's an experience that I'm so grateful to be able to have. It was so amazing meeting other Libertarians from around the country at Porkfest, and I'm very stoked to be doing the same once again here uh, in a very different environment. In New Orleans uh, at a convention at a very formal convention as opposed to on a campsite where I was uh, at Porkfest in New Hampshire but that was an amazing experience and I'm confident that this time uh, at the LNC in New Orleans will be as well and I'm excited to uh, share with all of our audience both our Patreon supporters and the general public with all of the great content and all of the experiences that I'm able to have there thanks to all of you not just the people that send us money but everybody that shares this show everybody that downloads the show everybody that talks about this show uh, we really have spread mostly through word of mouth so we thank every single person that's been involved with that and with that being said my friends do not forget to check out as always your weekly shot of comedy culture and liberty this coming wednesday on electric liberty land as well as john odermatt's look at the broken criminal justice system on felony friday you get it all just by hitting that darn subscribe button until next time kids live
5: long
0: and live free